Hello, my name is Chase. And my name is Blakeston. Welcome to the Well Thought Out Podcast, where we do our best to have opinions that are well, well thought, thought out. out. The sun is 150 degrees. Let's get popping. It's hot as fuck in here. <laughs> that was it. Okay, so today we are on, I think, episode six, if I'm not mistaken. It's either five, six, or seven. It's either four through eight. It's legit somewhere four through eight, but yeah. I don't know for a fact. Or even one through ten. No, we know it's not one. I think we're on episode six. I think we have episode five done and not posted. I think we're on episode six. Can you hear us? And Dazzy, I'm going to, just because it was very loud, I don't, uh, I mean, it sounds okay. It's just very loud in my own ear. I don't sit how I would regularly sit. Uh, Can you hear me breathe? No, not at all. No, it takes like, it takes it all away. Uh, can you hear me deep throat this microphone yeah. what's it sound like in my uvula <laughs> posting mode what is host hosting mode posting oh nice one yeah fuck yeah fucking tits yeah sounds good some of you these pineapples are upside down if you know what i mean thank you guys for joining 91.5 this evening we are <laughs> k-a-n-q chanute Oh, and look at us go. Did that attack you? I'm sorry. Just the loud little spike, guys. Oh. Is that better? <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I can sit hunched over. My back is pretty fucked. We can sit like this. Oh, I can tighten this. Is the camera Gucci? Gucci gang. Gucci and, gang. And recording. We are Gucci. Good to go. All right. Uh, what's up? Episode six, I think, or seven. Okay, gold. Is there a sim? Is there a logo on it? Yep. Up, uh, yeah. So it needs to do it. Does it rotate like this? Oh, squeeze it and turn it. Oh. Is that better? Oh, that sounds very good. It's that little bit, that subtle difference. I'm putting the condom on. I've done this before, I promise. Can you hear me now? Is it much better? Mm. Alrighty. We are on episode six of Well Thought Out. We do need a, I would like to do periodic temperature and time checks <laughs> to remind our listeners that we're sitting in a fucking 150 degree sauna. 127 to be exact. At this very moment... But it will get up there. Which is good because honestly, one, when we do the 150, we have to take a little break, guy. After about 45 minutes, it, it's like almost unbearable. I think 127 might be perfect because I guarantee by the end we'll be drenched in sweat and we might be able to do the whole hour. What do you think? I say we, I say we put the temperature down right now just so it stays at 130. 130. Let's do 140. 135. Yeah, deal. We Let's just, meet in the middle, 120. My cousin, who is smarter and better looking to me, told me that we should do um, have it lower and not work because people don't really a lot of people don't necessarily understand how hot a sauna is and stuff that we're, it's just the fact that we're in here so we could turn it down, be able to do everything without struggling and know, know the difference. Be able to last longer, if you will. I need to. Yeah. <laughs> 
I need to be able to. I need this. Alrighty. So we've talked about, we've, we've covered an array of subjects. We've talked about things all the way from uh, how many ants there are in the world. And no, no, we didn't talk about how many ants there are. Legs versus, no. Legs versus eyes. Windows and doors. The number of windows versus the number of doors. We've talked about the number of legs versus the number of eyes. Which I was proven wrong on. I'll take that out. No, there was no proven, but you were convinced that you were wrong. Yeah, something like that. There's definitely more legs than eyes. The power of persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. Persuasion. Persuasion. I just don't want to brush past. So Chase and I were we were hanging out with someone, and they thought. They I don't want to. I don't want to start <laughs> laughing again. So it was a whole slew of events. We were watching a movie, and they go, "Is that Mila Kunis?" <laughs> and then almost instantly, right after, then said. Um, there was a Hispanic gentleman in the movie as well, and they thought it was Channing Tatum of the Puerto Rican variety, I guess. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then they were talking about how, oh, no, 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 I know who that guy. He was in End of Watch with Mike Gillenhall. <laughs> I'm not making this up. This is for real. The names they said. Uh, I was no, like, hold on. He's kind of not embellishing. It's 100% accurate so far. <laughs> and it hit me so, it was so many of them back to back. I had to rethink. I was like, well, first of all, it's Mila Kunis. And that's not Channing Tatum. And the the guy that in the movie that she thought was an end of watch is a different actor. And it's Jake Gyllenhaal, not Mike Gyllenhaal. It was so many things that and I And not had only to that. Through. Not only was it not Channing Tatum, it wasn't a white guy. <laughs> it's it like, how do you, it was five things messed up in a matter of seven words. Yeah. And I wanted to joke about it. And then she would say something and she would do a Mike Gyllenhaal thing. And I lost it. It was too much. For it me. was a true genuine belly laugh. First thing in the morning. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. And I did handle it. It was funny. You know? So you got to meet people where they are. You have to appreciate them for what they bring to the table. And that. That was a good laugh. And roast them if they say Mike Gillenhall. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Jake, if you're watching this, uh, I love your stuff. And I like your name as Jake Gillenhall better than the <laughs> fake name of Mike Gillenhall. Gillenhall? I've never heard. It's, it was almost like a, like a robot or an alien that had never... That doesn't really understand words and just sees it written down and then also says Mike instead of Jake. <laughs> I don't even have a good reason for that you one. You guys, I'm very quiet because I've been laughing this entire time. It's so funny and so true. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. So, um, per usual, per part, his part for the course at this point, because in, in order for things to be well thought out, it seems like you would have to plan them out. You would follow a logical series of conclusions or assumptions and that things that you agree upon. And you'd plan out a discussion of which we have done none of those things. Yeah, we've done. In fact, we've gone as far as to avoid conversations about what we're going to talk about. Blakeston will ask Chase, what would you like <clears throat> to talk about today? And I would say... I'm, I'm Blakeston. What did I say? You said Blakeston will ask Chase. I just was clarifying that I'm Blakeston and not... Oh. That I'm Blakeston in the, in the reference that you just... Sorry, I was talking to the people. Oh, my bad. My boy will ask me, <laughs> hey, what do you want to talk about? I would say, shut up. You shut your mouth. Yeah, shut your stupid face. The mouth. opposite of what I want to do is plan. Yeah, it's true. And I'm not necessarily... I don't like it necess necessarily, but I kind of like it. You I know? love it. Yeah, I'm here for it. So, Desi, <laughs> good thing we've got Desi out there for topics. 
but I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna start us off, and I'm I, and and honestly, I like this because right now, even when I said I'm gonna start us off, no clue what I'm gonna come up with, but I will. By the end of, oh, go ahead, go ahead and say it because then it'll give me more time. Merry Christmas. My it's almost it's almost Christmas time, and Ch Chase and I do this thing. I drug him into it because I don't think he liked it at first, which is how most. And of I probably things, still don't. <laughs> it's how most of the things we do work. I do it, and then he doesn't like it. Tells me to stop, and then I overpower that by continuing to do it until he joins in. And then I start doing it. Yeah. So it started with the Mary Chrysler, you know, the good old fashioned. I think it was a Vine back in the day, and then now we say. Mary Charmander or Mariah Carey or what it just I say old. memory Christmas yeah I like that one or the uh, memory clitoris yeah mythical clitoris <laughs> the mythical, mythical clitoris that's a good one yeah and um Blakeson actually wrote uh, following a piece of 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 traditional Christmas music Blakeson wrote a rendition of the reindeer Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and uh sing it now court jester entertain us go so it's it's kind of like um comet and cupid but instead it's i slipped on vomit because i'm stupid <laughs> My, but, but he had a boner so i kissed him <laughs> do you guys i know these lyrics are impromptu yeah they're impromptu as well but one time they're impromptu they're impromptu and they're impromptu <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we were in the car and Blakeson started singing the song and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, the slip on vomit is a <laughs> You guys, I have like five things that I wanted to do this holiday season and I have done literally none of them. What are they? I wanted to, which I guess I could still do it today and then maybe do like something, do part of it today and the rest tomorrow. So what I really wanted to do and I hopefully meet, I, I do need to run some errands after this. So after this, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to pick up a gift for a gift exchange. Don't fucking worry about it. Then I'm waiting until the day of. Don't. It's the day of, and he doesn't have the gift, which, so just to butt in, I'm going to Chase's family's Christmas. Not one of them, but two of them, instead of going to my family's Christmas, which mom, if you're watching, I haven't responded to your text. I, I do love you. It's, I, they're my family too so that's i how it could goes. not i'm not i would be so pissed if you weren't coming yeah i'm so happy you're coming my family stuff yeah so we have a gift exchange tonight haven't bought a gift i want to because i was texting somebody and they gave me this idea make uh spend a spend a little while a little craft guy make snowflakes with my daughter and i want to have the elf on a shelf that she has been playing with and finding and blakeston hides it and then she hides it i bought it because i was excited to finally be able to do that because my family never did Christmassy stuff so violet's in our house and i was excited to do that yeah so she she loves the elf on the shelf she gets a whole kick out of looking for him finding him hiding him i want to which i can do tonight this is what i'll do you guys i'm creating this energy so i get it done today we're going to go pick up some crafts maybe from michael's maybe from walmart i don't know don't judge me definitely not from hobby lobby because they hate gay people i think um so michael's we or, ain't about that we ain't about that no um go to michael's or you guys let me know in the comments is michael's cool do we like michael's i need to know and it's speaking on this topic michael, i know michael's coolers it, <laughs> michael's coolers oh michael Coors. you're thinking of mike's hard lemonade oh i'm gonna go to mike's if i just referred to it as mike's would you guys know i'm talking about the craft store michael's no 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 because no. we're friends <clears throat> no you're thinking of the basketball player that was really good that they they have the argument if he's better than lebron or not no that's michael jordan oh, okay. you're thinking of when you have an extension type thing that needs to be moved from outside you're th no you're thinking of micro penis what were you thinking of cordon <laughs> <laughs> bring that cord in
very stupid. For those of you listening who couldn't keep up with that, it was because it was so fucking stupid. The joke was not above you. It was way beneath you. All right, let me get back on topic. So I need to go to Michael's or Walmart. I want to get craft things to be able to make snowflakes, like big snowflakes with my daughter. And then I want to set it up like uh, we just make them together. And I'm like, oh, it's a fun little craft thing. And they have glitter on them. Just fun. Whatever she would be interested in making. And we do it together. And it maybe obviously Blixen could join us too. And Jamie, if he's here, which is our roommate. And then um, I want to make it so tonight when she goes to bed, I'll hang them up around the house or around the Christmas tree or something. And then I'll have the elf on the shelf sitting on the table with a note like he went and hung them up and stuff. And I'll read the note. I'm like, what's this? And then, then the elf will say, hey, Violet. We've been playing hide and seek all Christmas and I wanted to hang these up for you. I love you and have a Merry Christmas. So that way it's from the elf on the shelf. And it's kind of like a little, little guy. And I'm like, what is that? Like, what did he do? Let's see what he wrote. You should, we should get more elves on the shelves and do different things throughout the house. Similar to that one. Like we could do one where he's on the edge of the toilet and he has, it looks like he's pooped out peppermints and they're in the toilet or something like that. Or even better, I could just make a massive poopy in there <laughs> and then just set the elf on the shelf like, oh, that's so cute. He made a massive fucking giant Christmas poopy. Oh my God, that is twice the size of the elf himself. <laughs> Seriously though, remember the picture I sent you the yeah, other day? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Sorry. <laughs> it scared right. me. Remember Krasmer? That was a python. It was a, yeah. Um, <laughs> but there are, that's there's several things I wanted to do that I just didn't get to, but I th could still do that. And I really... I think about how the feeling, the air of like holiday spirit, Christmas time, New Year's time, the whole time really after Thanksgiving until the new until after New Year, how that feels when you're a kid. It's you you can sense that everything's different. Like during that time, like even as an adult, it's like uh, you're you can tell there's a it's a different air. It's a different vibe going on. You don't really want to work. You want to hang out with your family. You want to be lazy because it's cold. It's a whole different vibe. And as a kid. It's very fucking magical, that time frame. So I feel like we need to capitalize on that. And especially my daughter's five years old. We need to capitalize on that. Uh, nice. I agree. Nice. It, thanks. Thanks for punctuating my sentence with a burp. I held it um, until you were done talking. I'm a nice guy. <clears throat> I think that stuff's pretty cool. Respectful. And I want to do stuff like that, too, because I didn't get to do a lot of that stuff growing up. My family never really decorated. And Chase and I decorated the house recently. Oh, it was recently. incredible. And it is so cool. Tell, I, them, tell them the story. I like showing it off. So, uh, Rachel, who I want to have on the podcast before she leaves. Context, she is our landlady. Rachel's our landlady. I eat, and then also um, one of our closest friends. She's a very good person. She lets us live in this humble abode of ours. Her parents like me and wanted and know that I'm not, I don't function with my family heavy. So they wanted to come up and um, help decorate the house. And they, I think, mainly wanted to do it for Rachel because Rachel was coming back in town. But they ended up coming up and Chase and I hung out with them and decorated the house. And it was very fun. Yeah. It was a good time. Her parents are pretty much as lovely as people get. And me and Blakeson were drinking way too much coffee. And her mom didn't turn down a single cup of coffee. So she was right, she was absolutely zooted, zooted on caffeine with us. Absolutely fuckered up. Yeah, she was blitzed. And we were spent three or four hours, me, Violet, Blakeston, and uh, Rachel's parents before Rachel got back in town, spent three or four hours just decorating the house. And it looks like a, a, a winter wonderland. There's there. a giant polar bear, light up polar bear. You guys are uh, very cool. You know, the polar bears from the old Coca-Cola commercials. He's up on our, he's up on the corner table. Yeah. He's in like our, five feet. Living room. He's like five feet tall and he's holding a present. Yeah. He's a couple inches taller than me and he's holding a present and he lights up. Nice. Blakeston, you're not in the fours regarding feet, feet height. I'm just fours when it comes to my attractiveness. 
that's not true at all. Yeah, out of five, maybe. Yeah, Forza. The racing the game. The racing game? Nice. People don't know what that is. Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's so much. And I feel like now is the time as a dad, I need to capitalize on this Christmas spirit because there's already like a little change in the air seasonally, temperature-wise, magically. It's fucking cold out. Yeah. Jesus oh, my gosh. Christ. So yesterday, you guys, my thermometer in my truck got to negative seven. It got to negative seven. And I said, oh, today's a real scorcher. It's heating up. It was one. And you guys can't tell um, or don't really know too much about our setup. It is in the garage, which obviously is not insulated. It's very cold in the garage. And Desi. Well, don't say obviously. Some people's uh, uh, garages are climate controlled. Rich people. We are not rich <laughs> yet. Um, Desi is sitting outside in this uh, in this blizzard of a cold. I don't even know how to describe how cold it is. But it's like Antarctica out there. Well, you could just use degrees. It's very cold out. Oh, the degrees. He's oh. got he's got a little heater, right? My bad. I'll use degrees. The degrees are very cold out there, so it's uh, yeah. He's and he's toughing it out. You know, he's making it work. So. Chase, say something smart. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> nice. We watched that spelling bee movie with uh uh Jason Bateman. Yeah, that was a pretty fucking good movie. You guys, that that's dude. Fu that's funny. There's an Indian kid behind him that won't stop talking to him, and he's on an airplane, and he said... Listen here, Tikka Masala. No. Tikka Masala. <laughs> he said, if you don't shut that curry hole up or something, and then he said, I'm going to tell the pilot your bag is ticking, and I fucking lost it. I was like, Jason Bateman, you son of a bitch. That he is... says some funny shit. And the movie, hor uh, I, it might be Horrible Bosses. Yeah. Um, the cops, when the cops confront him, he is, he is funny in a very specific way. Yes. The cops confront him. And they're like, yeah, your boss said this and this. And he goes, yeah, she's a fucking liar. I, it's so simple. He just said, well, yeah, she's a fucking liar. And the delivery. Well, she's a fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, even... I have quoted that for like five years now. It's so fucking funny. His delivery. He's like, and, and there's like several lines within that exact uh, little scene yes. where he's like, yeah, she's a fucking liar. Yeah. That is a, that he's, dude's funny. He is. You don't think of him as funny. Maybe you do. I don't uh, think of him as funny. I do, but it's not the same. It's not like tell a joke funny it's not like i don't think he could be a stand-up comic necessarily but it's the kind of funny that i think we've established which is uh conversational and, and just being able to throw witty things in and it's fucking yeah talented guy i like him very much so he makes me laugh which means you might think of him as funny yeah Look at i don't guys. i don't think of him as a funny man but when i actually reflect I'm like yeah that motherfucker's funny. funny yeah all right so what do you guys uh uh blakeston for what do you think do you remember christmas time whenever you were a kid did that shit feel different or am i making that up i yes christmas is literally my favorite time of the year and i don't even have like great memories i just remember um going to visit family so i'd go to florida so in my like recollection it's always going out of town to the beach and and seeing some family um or going to Chicago to see my cousin and, and other family, you know, things like that. So just a break from life in just a, a week or two. As you're, When you're a kid and you go out of town, you literally have nothing to think about. Yep. You don't have to think about uh, anything of importance. Whereas now if I go out of town, I'm, I'm thinking I need this money for this or I need to go back home and do this. As a kid, you're just there yeah. in the moment. And especially the way school is set up, when you get a damn two, two, three weeks off, it is a, it is a whole vibe. It's something you look forward to all semester, and then you get that time off, and yeah, not a care in the world. 
Yeah. So that's what I think of is just the fact that it's kind of a break from what you got going on in life and you really get to spend time with uh, people that you don't necessarily dedicate time to. You might see a lot of these people throughout, throughout, you know, the year, but um, it's time where you get to just actually enjoy, hopefully, I mean, obviously there's a lot of drama that can be around family, but just enjoy that time. When I think back on my childhood, it's weird. The things that stick out to me are not the things that you would think would stick out to me. Like when I think back around Christmas time, I can hear like 90s pop music on the radio. Literally like uh, the first one that comes to mind is uh, Believe in Life After Love. That's Cher song. Yeah, yeah. That <clears throat> comes to mind. But the main thing that comes to mind is getting in a warm car and being cozy in a warm car when it's like snowy outside. Well, I don't know why that like stands out in my mind of just driving around town and being cozy in the warm car. You know what's weird? <clears throat> that just made me think. You know what's weird to me? I We live in Kansas City, Missouri, so it's very fucking cold in the winter and then super hot in the summer. <clears throat> in the winter, I forget what it's like to just walk outside and it be hot outside or nice outside in shorts and a t-shirt. I forget what that is like because it's just a long enough period of it being so fucking cold and then vice versa. It, it'll start to get warmer here in like three months and I will be like this is weird like this feels weird even though i've experienced it for 26 years yeah it's a very odd thing you definitely get seasonally acclimated and you get used to it i know the feeling uh that it always hits me the first time you walk out and you're and you're not hit with cold that always hits me you yeah. like walk out and you're like oh yeah this is fucking wonderful or vice versa or the vice first versa. time you walk out and you're like i need to turn around and get a fucking jacket and sweatpants on. yeah that shit hits there is a period in kansas city it's always like two weeks where in the morning it will be absolutely atrociously cold like like it'll be like 30 but when you've been used to it being like 70 80 it'll be like 30 in the morning so it feels like it's frozen and then in the afternoon you'll dress warm and then the afternoon it's like 70 and you know you played yourself it's weird it's very weird it'll do that for like two weeks yeah it'll be so cold to where you'll warm up you'll have to warm up your car but then five hours later you will need the ac yeah it's, and that it, happens every year and i quit playing myself on those days where i know it's those days i still wear shorts and shit and i'm like yeah i'll just deal with the cold yep. for like 30 minutes because i know i'm gonna be hot yeah and then you feel like a genius later yeah you feel so smart yeah smart. i need these small victories you guys for my fragile male ego i need these small victories yeah i'm in a pathetic excuse of a man <laughs> desi didn't chuckle so i know you guys aren't laughing <laughs> it's, right now it's, it's not, the self-deprecating talk yeah i we talked about this we, we dedicated an, we de dedicated an episode to this. We self-deprecated an episode to this. You're having an episode right now. <laughs> I am episoding. Your life is an episode. All right. Well, we might as well go on to some good topics. So, I, <clears throat> what is your favorite Christmas movie? Don't say Die Hard. I just learned like two years ago that that was a fit, that that was a... to his acting career. You <laughs> can't say rip. Sorry, he. He can't act anymore. He has a, a memory a memory issue, and a, I forgot what it's called. He can't remember his lines. <laughs> Pretty, it, it literally he can't remember his lines. Oh, does he like that one? So it's, you guys will like that yeah, one. Yeah, it's weird because that wasn't as funny as he, the other one. But he does have a, a some sort of. It's not like Alzheimer's, but it's it, he struggles remembering his lines and whatnot. And um, I think he retired from acting as of the past six months or something. Yeah. But anyway, so, so my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, it first is the Santa Claus, with Tim Allen. Classic. Second is Polar Express, and so I'm telling you guys, Polar Express 
yanks on my heartstrings. It, magical. It is fucking magical. It is so good. The animation of it too is very. I like that kind of animation. It's like obviously meant to be cartoony. It's not meant to be super. What the ghost is going on over there? Somebody maybe it wasn't closed. It all wasn't the way, closed all the way. And but, somebody opened the door and it oh, the, the okay. vacuum. Um, maybe Dill's here. Yeah, or the girls left. Um, the animation of Polar Express. Dude, the, yeah, it is such a cool. It's cartoony, but it's like a video game cartoony. Yeah. I don't know, but it's very cool. It, I, I I like it a lot. And it's cool. <laughs> what I remember. So obviously, as an adult, you view things completely differently than when you are a kid. I love uh, what I love about Polar Express is it 100% taps into that the magical allure of Christmas, but there's also some parts that are like kind of scary-ish, like when he's climbing on top of the train and things like that. It gets kind of, you know, as a kid, you're definitely on edge, but I think it so perfectly taps into the uh, the magic of Christmas. Like, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So cool. My, I mean, we're. it's hard not to say classics. I mean, Elf is literally... I, I'll be honest with you. I could watch Elf in the dead of something in May, and it's just it's the same kind of feeling. It's just such a great movie, and I really like Will Ferrell, and I, he does obviously a great job. And it's just very very good. You like Elf, and we might as well reenact the singing scene in the shower later. Baby, I really can't stay. And then get fucking go. You gotta leave. <laughs> you gotta get out of here. Then well, it's cold outside. Yeah. Isn't that song? like a little rapey vibe um no i mean like seriously if you listen to the lyrics i think they tried to cancel it but it's it's all upon the context yeah uh, not rapey that's not what i meant but i was it's a little coercive yeah it's a little like well please stay but that i mean it's you have just... to understand the context you've been there with somebody who you love and they're like oh no yeah. i can't but you know you obviously know who they are and they want to yeah. i get that vibe yeah, obviously that's it's, 100%. yeah it's like oh no i know i should be it's going like, and you're like no baby stay with me it's like it's i like love the, you I gotta, and i want to be with you i gotta work early tomorrow so i should leave but i really want to stay and, and yeah. be here with you in this moment why would you take it as anything other than that if you take this song as anything other than that explain in the comments please let us know like obviously the the words are the words I feel like you're fishing for to be offended and, and, at that I point. I mean, to be fair, I don't have the lyrics right in front of me, but yeah. that is what I think. About, that's what I, I assume. That's what it's meant. You know, it's it's like a stay because I really seriously, want you please. Here. I need to go home. <laughs> no motherfucker. Uh, I'll get an Uber, please. Yeah. Stop holding no, me. No, shut up. Stop holding me down. Yeah, it's not anything like that. It's not anything bad. I, like I that. would not like that if it was. That's but, not my kink. Totally not into that. I have met people though. I know someone. Hey, what's up? Hey, how, how you doing? So, Blakeson and I, one thing I do like about Christmas time, Blakeson and I went out to a nice dinner last night. All cheers to that. Do we have coffee in Asana? Yeah, we're we drinking hot coffee in Asana. You guys, problems. Blakeson plays too many fucking games. Last night, we went out to dinner, and I, when I walked in, I went and I dropped Blakeson and our friends off, because it was very cold. It was negative five outside. We took our landlord and her girlfriend out, and they were, it was so much fun. Yeah. I dropped them off at the front door so they could go inside, and I went to go park the truck, and then I went inside, and they were already seated, Seated, obviously. I gave my card to the hostess. I said, please give this card to our waiter and tell him to put it all together on one card at the end of the night because Blakeston plays too many games and will try to pay. I didn't say Blakeston. I said, the other guy will try to pay. There's nothing more I could have done. I said, give this to him. Don't let him ask about the bill. Just tell him to use this card. Nothing more I could have done. 
and the somehow games were still managed to be played. The guy made a whole ordeal out of it, and we ended up splitting the bill, and I'm pissed. I'm the guy that made the big ordeal. I basically almost physically assaulted the waiter to give him my card. He wasn't going to do anything. Yeah, it was. I was. I was like, take my card, and then I wasn't going to do anything. The waiter. Yeah, totally. And I gave him the card and told him to do it. But he's a good gentleman, and he saw how much we were both forcefully trying to pay, and he split it on the middle. I respect that. Yeah. That's a good move on his that's part. That's a good little win guy. I think that's the most expensive dinner we've ever done. It's by far. <laughs> that was it. I saw I saw the half of the bill, and I was like, thank God he split yeah. it in half. <laughs> thank God we split that. I've n- yeah, it was an incredible bit of white that much. Oh, you got paper towels out there. towels. Well, hold on. Oh, Chase figured it out. Socks. Hey, nice socks. All right, heat check. It's up to 131 in here. And I'm. it is starting to get... We've been in here for 40 minutes, or did we put that timer... We didn't put that timer up when we started. I don't think it was at 60, but I think it was like at 50. It was at 30 whenever we... Oh, we're at 30 now. Okay. Okay, 30 minutes in. Nice. Yeah. So it's 130 degrees. We've been in here for 30 minutes. It's pretty fucking hot, but it's not unbearable. It, it, yeah. I definitely need to start drinking my water, though. So, I, obviously, the I feel like our core temperature and how cold we are when we get in plays a role. It probably took, with how cold it is now, it probably took an extra 10 minutes to even get to where we're starting to feel any kind of hot summer. Yeah. Like, we just warmed up for the first 10 or 15 minutes. You guys, I want to get down to the I want to get down to the brass tacks of Christmas. So, I've been hearing a lot of contradictory information that Christmas is... Um, all of the traditions are pagan traditions. It's non-religious. And I, uh, Blake and I went out to eat at Swagget. Shouts to Swagget, one of my top five favorite restaurants in Kansas City. If you come to Kansas City, if you don't aren't from here, go to Swagget. It is incredible. It is so fucking good. It's an Indian restaurant in Zona Rosa. Um, but we started talking to the uh, our waiter. I was just shooting the shit and being a nuisance like per usual. I was like, hey, can you, uh, they had some music on. I said, hey, can you play some Indian Christmas music? And he started laughing and Blakeson looked embarrassed and it was all. I was going, I was going in too, I think. Oh, he was with I've it. never been embarrassed. I know. Um, I create the embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, you do. I and an I also don't get embarrassed. So joke's family. on you. Oh yeah. Yeah. To your dad. My mom used to, just to branch off that real quick and then we'll get back. My mom used to, we'd be walking around stores and she would hit me with the, you're embarrassing me. And I was like, shut the, shut up, you know? <laughs> Is what I I never said that I just I just did though. this number. If you can't see, I'm bowing my head in disappointment of myself. Yeah, your mom. She She's, meant well. I don't know. Maybe. That. <laughs> All right. Um. So I told the guy jokingly. I said, "Hey, can you play some Indian Christmas music?" And he laughed and everything. And he said, "I can tell you're joking, but for real, they do celebrate Christmas." And he was like, "This shit yeah. is." He was talking about how he he's from Calcutta, and. The uh, very heavy accent, so you could tell he's obviously lived there a, a majority of his life and recently come here, and he's very cool, and he was talking to me about how, yeah, they're, it's in a completely 100% non-religious way, they definitely celebrate Christmas. He said, you go around Calcutta, there'll be Christmas trees, like the whole nine yards. He said, um, obviously, India used to be colonized by Britain, those motherfuckers, they r- ruled like half the world, but he um, he said, that, yeah, they celebrate Christmas, they'll do presents and shit, they'll have Christmas music, the whole nine yards. I was like, that makes a lot of sense because we do a lot of shit that, you know, culturally that. Like, well, and, and you, this started with you saying um, people, the controversy with Christmas, it, that makes no sense to me because 99% of other things we do, we don't do for the actual roots of whatever that thing is. Right. And not even just with holidays, but holidays are what's coming to mind. 
you talk about St. Patrick's Day, you talk about uh, Halloween, you talk about literally any holiday, Thanksgiving. We came over here and brutally murdered a bunch of Indians. Genocide. And then... Native Americans. We do a like celebratory of when we came... I, I doubt we even had a, a fucking coming together with that. You know, like, so to say, oh, the, you know, it's not the true meanings. People only get upset about that because it's usually it's Christians that are upset thinking that you we're know, taking certain, the meaning out of Christmas. Yeah. The meaning of Christmas to me, which is what matters is your personal uh, connection to something is being around people that you love and spending time and dedicating this time to, to do things with people that you care for, which I felt last night. I was in the truck last night. Chase was driving us all to dinner and I took like 10 deep breaths of just overwhelming appreciation and happiness for like there's times in my life when i go a week or two or three or a month of not knowing what's going on and kind of going through the motions and yesterday was a time of just being appreciative of all the things that i've done and where i am and who i'm around and it was a very very fun contemplative reflection yeah whatever that meant yeah fuck yeah baby yeah fuck baby yeah, turn baby. this one second all right turn that shit Oh yeah, <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. I we I we ate gnocchi last night. If you don't know what gnocchi is, culture yourself. I just learned what it was a month or two ago, and I it's my. For those of you who don't know, it's potato pasta, and it's so fucking that doesn't do it justice. That makes it sound like it's just some stupid thing from Ireland. It's way incredible. It's very good. It's one of the my favorite things. We ordered four dishes at this really nice restaurant, four of them, and I I'm couldn't be happier about it. All right, and we're back to other things. What is the, what is, I had so many ideas. I should have wrote this stuff down, you know? You should have even written it down. Or even written it. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> you guys, my daughter did a, uh, has a Christmas recital each year. She got, So she's in pre-K, so she's had two. Uh, she just had the second one, but it's a, like a little Christmas recital. And I'm telling you guys, you talk about the magic of Christmas. These little kids up on stage singing delivering their lines absolutely atrocious i give it i give the performance two thumbs down i couldn't understand <laughs> I, I no 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 three he's using one of my thumbs one three thumbs. fucking thumbs i down. couldn't understand a single line delivered the kids didn't know their words to the songs they're all looking around looking at each other dicking around fiddling can't mm. sit still they're poorly they, trained some of them had like lines they didn't remember the lines the teachers are kind of just saying the lines they don't even know the words to the song they don't know the motions to the song it's like, seriously, kids, I understand, but get your shit together. It's Christmas. Do you guys hate Santa Claus or what? Yeah. I will I will fuck around, and if it's that bad, I will go up and let them all know that Santa's fake. Yeah, seriously. I will, I will ruin that for them because they ruined Christmas for me. There is one, the highlight of the show, absolutely, 100%, without a doubt, is there's one girl that sings <laughs> way louder than all the rest. <laughs> and I, so it is so funny. So I was sitting next to her. I was sitting next to a random parent who I don't know. And they, I could hear them whispering about it. And I said, yep, the girl. Yep, I hope she's back. I hope she still goes to school because that was hilarious. They're like, yep, she was the star of the show. I said, yep, she stole the show. And she was loud, way louder, literally louder than all the other kids combined. And it is hilarious. You talk about stealing the show. That reminds me. So Chase and I, obviously, our besties are Steven and Kyle. You know them. And they were uh, guests on one, a previous episode. And we'll be here periodically. But they, we all went to New York, and we went to a play in New York, on on Broadway. 
and you guys listen to this. Was it on Broadway? Yeah, and for you motherfuckers who want to talk shit, I didn't know Broadway wasn't a theater. Broadway is a street, and between 40th and 45th on Broadway, there's a dozen or so theaters. Yes. So when people say on Broadway, it could be at any number of theaters. Yeah. So you guys, EMA. And if you're not from New York... And you're just, you say on Broadway, you didn't know what that means. Don't lie. Yeah. And we just told you. And it was the West Side Theater is where the, we were. Yeah. The West Side Theater. We were seeing Little Shop of Horror. And it was such, I, so I never once in my life have thought, I really want to go to a play. That's not been something that I, well, to be fair, I'd never been to one. So I didn't know anything about it. I just assumed in my head, I was like, I could just watch a movie where the production value is all this crazy CGI and all that stuff. No, dude, the play was, the acting is incredible. It is, I I the couldn't t- believe it. The this, raw talent of them singing live, it's a whole different vibe. It is, and I, so I like to sing, and I, it is very hard for, like, I can, I'm okay, I'm pretty good at singing, but just the smallest thing, like having my phone on and singing to that, it makes it hard for me, or singing, I sang karaoke before, and every little slight nuance is heard and you they for them to do a whole thing like that and they do it during the busy season they'll have more than one performance a day and yeah, yeah is, in front of a live theater live it, long story short it was incredible one of one of the coolest i 100 percent want to go to another show because it was on it was inspiring so um they and the girl the three main girls could sing sing it was very fun to watch the uh for the little shop of horrors i don't even know what the characters are called but the girls out on the street the neighborhood girls yeah and it was so they did a very good job yep. anyway the uh dentist he's mm-hmm. a dentist uh the main one of the main guys who is a uh tony award winner like multiple like two or three time tony award winner and um so an incredible actor he was the dentist which is one of the main guys and he, there's a scene, um, which obviously this is ruining it a little bit, but it's just, it's what If you haven't seen Little Shop of Horror by now, you're whatever. Yeah. Spoiler alert, doesn't matter. It's yeah. been around for like, I don't even know, 50 years. He dies, right? And he gets stabbed, or I think he gets stabbed. No, no, no. He over, <laughs> he over, he over gasses himself and yep. gets stuck. Yep. Yeah. So he's, he's doing this bit where he, he gets high on laughing gas. Yep. And he, um, is like on the ground. He's like, uh, 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 and then. It, it looks like he's dead and then he waits like three seconds and then uh, comes back to life and does the whole night again and dies again so after the after the second time you're like oh he's gonna do this like four times and it's it's funny so the i bet i would venture to say it's the last time he was about to do it he was about to be fully dead good to go r.i.p and i start losing it losing it i am laughing so hard i don't smoke i don't do anything like that and i had a smoker's cough it, it is was, a- Full blown, I'm losing the long smoker's cough. Panic attack, smoker's cough. Laughing. I'm grabbing onto anyone and anything nearby. Legs, arms, heads, earlobes. I'm grabbing and trying to, I'm falling into the aisle, losing it. Knee knee slapping. Knee slapping to say the least. And it got to where this man, because each time he dies and comes back, it's a little less um, enthusiastic because he's like finishing it off. And then by the fourth one, he's like, ugh. And then that's it. And I start losing it. So then you see him kind of like look up and know that he can play on this one audience member that's laughing ridiculous. So he does it even the fifth time. It's uh, he does it again. It came back even stronger. Even stronger. And I shit you not. I and I might be exaggerating. I think he fake died like 20 times. I am. I don't think that's true. I told you this already. I'm. It was more than 20. You think? It was so. It was like 10 minutes of this. It for real. So when we say 
drawn out like ridiculous too much it was that and even more and everyone in the audience i had people random people from around me walking down the aisle trying to give me a water laugh i had the whole audience laughing it's not, at me laughing so broadway theater you're thinking huge thing no this theater probably fits 150 people 100 people probably, yeah I was it's, say, it's pretty intimate I like, you're, like 80 to 100 yeah if you're talking like this everybody in the theater will definitely hear you yeah it's, you, it's kind of a confined like type thing so it was a kind of intimate experience if so you don't Blakeston, want people to hear you you gotta you gotta lean over and whisper in someone's ear type it's everyone is near me. so blakeston losing it losing a lung laughing so hard I'm, was <gasps> literally yeah and he kept going i think if blakeston would have been laughing the guy would have been done but he just kept After going like four or five he would have been done yeah and he did i'm not if i had to guess i would say it was 30 30 it was, of being dead silent and then he would go and you could tell and that that would be all it took he would die and he'd be dead quiet and he would just do that sometimes and blakeston was losing it and he was dragging the other people in the theater to laugh with there them. were i sh i should so i'm it's it's all a blur to me because i was teary-eyed it was all fuzzy i'm barely able to breathe i see this guy i'm still laughing and i don't even have to watch him anymore he just keeps doing it and i can't stop laughing and i know you guys have been in those laughing fits where you are laughing with like your best friend and you guys just are laughing and yep. even you're laughing at your laughing like yep. type deal it was honestly one of the best experiences of my life that my that three of my best friends were there laughing with me i'm losing it audience members are looking at me laughing and you're thinking like oh maybe this is like annoying like people were annoyed everyone was having fun i had yeah group i had two groups of women come up and take pictures with me because i'm the guy that was laughing so hard yep it was he was famous in the intermission when we had to go get drinks and not only that so we we asked as you know like how, how long is the second half i asked this lady and she said, uh, well, the whole play usually runs this long or this long, depending on how many times he dies. Yes. Yeah. Yep. She said it could be like up to like five minute difference, depending it, on how long it takes him to actually die. Yeah. So I think it extended like 20 minutes. And then not only that, I forgot about this. Our manager, uh, Joe Flowers, he um, knows yep. the Tony Award winner. No, no, no. He knows the guy who is the voice guy who did the voice for... I want to, I'm going to say its name. The plant. It's the girl's name. Audrey too. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. So the girl's name is Audrey. Uh, the, so the, it was a dude, a very incredibly talented. When I say as dramatic of a voice character as you could get, this dude was a gangster, bro. Can, he, yes. So he's singing the voice for Audrey too. And, um, our manager knows him. And what happened? He texted him or something? He, I, I can't remember if Joe asked. No, I think the dude brought it up on his own. And that's why it was so awesome to me. Because I, I already knew that I had people laughing, and which is my main thing in life. I want people to laugh at me because I, I enjoy that feeling of knowing that I'm creating some happiness and people are laughing. In this little <clears throat> microcosm, in this little universe, Blaston was famous. Yes. And uh, this dude that played Audrey 2... Uh, texted Joe because Joe let him know that he got us these tickets and which shout out shouts out to Joe for getting us that yeah Joe thank <clears throat> you so much bro and um he let him know that he uh like someone was laughing in the audience like it was a whole thing and all the all the cast was talking about it and Joe was like that's my one of my guys that's my guy Blakeston and he yeah he said that they were loving it yeah. that they ate that up and it for me to create that and not on purpose, but just be myself and everyone to enjoy it. It was one of the top five memories I have. In my That'll life. be on your highlight reel when you uh, go to hell. 
and yeah. play the video of your life yeah. back. And I would say it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent worth it. It was incredible, uh, truly an incredible experience. It was. I know. You know how I know it's incredible. Steven never gets off his phone for anything, and he ended up putting his phone down 20, 20 or thirty minutes through the through the show. Into the show. Yeah. <laughs> but he he did actually. He started getting into it, into it, and it to see all four of us there in that moment it was it was uh, uh, unbelievable. Desi, you got some proposed topics? Okay. That's fine. Guys, I so I do, before we go on to another topic, I do want to, um, let's increase this. Let's do, try and do an hour since we're lesser heat. If you're Gucci. Yeah. I'm barely even sweating right now for some reason. Um, it is almost Christmas, so um, I don't know when we'll get this posted. Probably shortly after Christmas because we all got family and stuff going on. And I do want to, the reason we haven't done a lot of episodes lately is because I want to congratulate and shout out to a new father amongst us. That man, Desi, yes, sir. had a fucking baby. Yeah. So we haven't got a lot of episodes done, obviously, and that is the absolute blessing I want to count on and, and verbalize yeah. right now is that we could just take the time off. So, and not only that, Desi still makes the time to, when you have a new, I can't even imagine. I have a cat that I take care of once every three days and I still can't get stuff done. So for him to still make the time to come out here is, is pretty This awesome. episode is dedicated to Desi, Allison, and Lo Mateo. Every episode is dedicated to Desi in my opinion. Yeah, seriously. He's a <laughs> VIP. Hey, fuck you, Desi. Uh, or, uh, Hey, what's up, dude? Um, back. So what I was saying is, um, it's almost Christmas, uh, if this episode airs and you guys are watching this before Christmas, Merry Christmas. If Merry we, Christmas. If we put this on after Christmas, I, go, I hope you guys had a good Christmas and I hope you have someone to kiss on New Year's because I'm going to try and kiss Chase. I might just fucking give up and stop fighting it. I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. I didn't think about this. I've kissed more guys on New Year's than girls. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a real thing? Yeah, I've kissed... Uh, Tim and Dan, my two best friends from college, not a whole experimental college. Yeah, age. experimental college days. I was in England for New Year's one year, and Dan and I, it was literally this number. And if you if you aren't watching, if you're just listening, it was a quick glance. We're in a club, it, the whole countdown, and it was a peck, uh, just a little peck. And then we we're like, yeah, we're best friends, and we did that. Yep. Oh, he's making up with the microphone. Leave that alone. You can't do that. I was practicing. But um, I can tell you've been practicing. Yeah, there we go. All right. I'll maybe I'll sing one of these days in here. I don't know it. For me to sing, it's got to be a very loud thing, and I don't. I don't know. Your your voice is powerful. It carries. Yeah, and it's it. Like I was telling you, I don't know much about singing, but I've noticed that if I try and sing, like half fifty percent, and maybe there's a song I could do it with, but it doesn't sound good because I need to put out that what Project i got it, yeah you know. but we did do a whole karaoke thing on the way to dinner and that was so fun i enjoyed that a lot that boy blakeston was singing it's one of his favorites is sugar we're going down it is i feel like i can do that the yep. dude's tone but well and i don't know am i more than you bargained for yet i've been dying to tell you in anything anything you wanna hear that's, that's just, just who I am this week. Yeah, yeah. lying in the grass. Yeah, yep, that's a fucking good it. one. If you don't, I don't think I've never met anybody who doesn't like that song. If you don't like that, that song, is, I don't trust your judgment. I've even seen TikToks where, because you always get uh, TikTok creators, you'll get a black guy that is making fun of white people and what we jam to at clubs. And I don't even get offended because it is 
it couldn't be more accurate. Yep, it 100% is hundred percent accurate. Songs, I think "Sugar" we're going down is a white boy's anthem. <laughs> yeah, that or um, the uh, "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, you get that going, everyone. And there's a couple others like um, what's that hippie sabotage remix song that like there's a couple that we listen to, and mm-hmm. there's just habits or something like that. Like there's a couple white boy anthems, and you'll see they'll they'll be getting down to that too, and yep, it's yep, so yep, fun, yep, 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 yep. dude. But that is a that is one of my favorite songs. Universally adored. I forget that that's one of my favorite songs because it's, it's so good. It's, it's so obvious. Yeah, it's yeah. obvious, and it's just such a like in my life for the past like twenty or thirty years. I think mm-hmm. of only songs I've known for the past couple of years. Yeah. With that said, what is your uh, favorite song all time? Do you have a favorite song all time? I do. Is it what I think it is? No. I'm pissed. It's what you think second it is. Okay. What is your favorite song all time? It is your top two. One is Lo-Fi Sky by Joseph Ember. No. That's not even top two. That's number two. That's what I said. It's one of your top two. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is jo- if you don't know that song, go on YouTube. Lo-Fi Sky by I- Joseph Ember. Yep. And it is a vibe. Very, Very good. Yeah. My favorite song. Do you know my favorite song? And it's not. I don't enjoy it as much as I used to. But it's just because my taste has changed. It's not even really my taste anymore. But it just impacted me so much that I definitely still count it as my favorite song. It's not Diamond Child. Mm-mm. It's I can't I can picture a couple of the album covers. Lo-Fi Sky is definitely my favorite song. Like right now, my favorite song of all time is uh, "Electric Feel" by MGMT. Yep. yep, I should have known better. I was thinking of songs we listen to often. We don't listen to that one too often, but it is very yeah. And my second favorite, well, like I said, Lo-Fi Sky is my favorite song right now, but my favorite songs of all time, if I just had to pick two, is uh, Electric Feel by MGMT, which I love MGMT. Even their, like, there's a their album, Oracular Spectacular, is a, you are, they were tripping major, major balls. It's on some experimental, weird type shit, and if you don't like that, it, uh, uh, um, Electric Feel and Kids are, like, very... Uh, poppy sounding for their sound there that is not really their sound that's why those songs are popular um they're the other shit on that album is very hippie experimental yeah. way out there shit which we'll, i still vibe with we'll throw a couple of these songs that we're talking <clears throat> about in 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 this podcast if we can yeah and um my second favorite song of all time is the downfall of us all by a day to remember that is so i i don't like that kind of music the the like metal I guess if it's I'm, almost metal it's almost metal like screamo uh, yep. yeah i am pretty much i don't like screamo whatsoever and chase will play some screamo every now and again and i i like when chase plays songs i don't like because it just opens i it's it's it helps me listen to stuff i normally wouldn't um and i get into moods i get into weird moods like not weird moods i get into moods where sometimes i don't really like rap yeah. but i get into moods where i want to listen to some fucking yep. gangster shit and i'm like yeah it sounds good to me at that point in time yep. uh, i'll go through fuck metal and where it just i feel like i rock and roll i just want to listen to rock and roll night right now or emo type shit yep i i the same i'm the same and what i was gonna say is that song the a down was it a downfall the downfall of us all the downfall of us all has grown on me since chase he would play it probably once a month or once every two or three months just randomly in the truck and we ride everywhere together we literally we're together more than i've ever been with a girl when i'm in a relationship it's it's good and i actually like that song now my boy cg uh put me on cg cg 
from high school. He's one of my best friends from high school. I don't talk to him anymore, but um, love the guy to death. Super good dude. One of my closest friends in high school. Not for to be sure. confused with CJ. Not to be confused with CJ. Um, but he was a drummer. I'm talking like he would just literally sit and it's so fucking tight if you're a good drummer it is one of the most impressive things to me just sit down and it sounds so good because i feel like the drums the percussion is like the backbone the glue of like a band it and just it, it, it doesn't really create music the rhythm to, section to be able to create music from just hitting something from bangs and bops yeah from not like a viola or guitar you you talk about strings that are creating a, a beautiful sound drums are not beautiful but to be able to just hit something and then make it sound cool is yeah. fucking i've never even thought about that yeah it's very fucking cool so he would sit down and it's one of those things if you've ever been around a drum set you know how obnoxiously loud they are this boy had it in his basement and his parents fucking loved it That's they were like so yeah. cool they would just, anytime he felt like it he would just go down there and rock out and i like how I hype you up singing. I'm like, dude, we please just go play your drums? It sounds so tight to just sit there and jam with him. And I'm not musically inclined whatsoever. And I don't play any instruments. My parents never did that for me when I was young or, you know, got me into that when I was younger. Um, but he would play the drums and it sounded fucking awesome. And I told him when he would do the, he has a double bass. So, I mean, for those of you who don't know, normally they just use their foot to hit the bass pedal to hit the bass with the double bass. You have both two foot pedals and you can and you'll hear the double bass on different songs and i told him dude that sounds so fucking tight when you do that he's like let me put this cd together for you he put a cd together for me that i listened to over and over and over and i loved every single song on there by different people and i'm pissed because i left my seat that cd in my friend's truck and he sold his truck or got rid of his truck whatever and i was pissed that i didn't have it anymore um one of the songs on there was the downfall of us all and i just i i've loved it ever since and i like that type of music and definitely even if i don't like it i'm able to appreciate it more so since yeah. just being like oh these fucking these dudes are absolute yeah. madmen at what they're doing and on the on the double bass screen wipe i'm athletic and if you can't see what's going on i just wipe the screen with my sock yeah music i mean just on that note music is one of my favorite things in the world out of like literally anything you could say that you like i music is just it's something that i listen i just listen to music no matter what i got going on my favorite song i think of all time i guess it does change throughout time because it, before i heard the song I, I had a different favorite song but is float by harbor um it is it, justin i just i like everything it about such it. a vibe from beginning to end the yeah everything about it is just incredible and then um there is another song called silence i think it's a remix to it i play it every now and again it's it's just very very chill silence it, of the lambs by uh ludicrous no hey hey the girls get up here. get up in here who they, is it they can't hear us it's ash it's uh, sarah and rachel i don't know why I you guys can't actually. see what's going on well get up on in get on over here Sarah and Rachel are here. They, uh, who we were talking about earlier, we went out to dinner with them and had an incredible experience the, last night. This is our landlady, and Blakeston got them. Blakeston got uh, Rachel garage door openers for Christmas that are going to be installed, and they're carrying them down here into the I garage. I was so excited. They were supposed to be installed the day before they got here, and because they're both the day here. before the girls got here. Right. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. It made it and sound like the garage door openers were supposed to be installed before, before they got it. Yeah. yeah. So we got the garage door openers. I had I had it scheduled for the guy to come out and install them. Chase and I were thinking about doing it, but I punked Chase out of that because I didn't feel like dealing with it. 
and we were supposed to have them installed and I needed an extension kit because the garage doors are seven and a half feet tall instead of a usual standard of seven or eight feet tall. So that was inconvenient. So he, he had to get a little extension kit. Yeah. So the guy came out here to install them. He said, I can't do it. You don't have the right parts. So we had to go postpone and it's been a whole thing. Yeah. But I'm excited for that. That's uh, Rachel's Christmas present. Memory Christmas. Memory Glitters. What's your favorite song? Oh, wait. You said Float right now. Float by Harbor. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, there's, it's so hard to pick because I, I love different genres of music. So we're talking, if we're talking like 70s and 80s music. I we're think not. We're talking all time. All time. But I am going to section it out. 70s and 80s music. Um, I like like billy squire and and uh i know for billy a fact Joel. what that is billy squire he sings stroke the stroke everybody have you heard if you're in the game then strokes the word no 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 could be a winner boy you move quite well is that it yep. okay yeah I, when i hear that song it i never stroke me stroke me right there. i never heard i didn't know the words I didn't. I've never heard the name Billy Squire in my life, really? so I never knew the name was called Stroke. That song just reminds me of Billy Madison. <laughs> yep, he sings stroke like in the me, dark. Stroke me, could be a winner. Like sex, like jacking off, well. like I think so. Yeah, I think huh. so. He sings like in the dark, and there's a couple other. I have an album, a Billy Squire album, but um, Billy yeah, Squire. Oh, Billy's Choir. Billy Squire is oh. his name. Okay, so he has like he's the front man, he's, but they have a bunch of people singing. Billy has a choir. Is that, that's what I'm asking. No, his name is Billy Squire. <laughs> <clears throat> and um, I, Billy Joel is one of my, a piano man is by far one of my favorite songs. Chase convinced me to sing that in front of, um, what was his name? We were Darnell. Darnell. I can't think is, of his last name, but this band Darnell has been on performing on Broadway or been involved in Broadway productions for I don't even know twenty years, thirty years, whatever he said. Yeah, he is a truly talented man. You talk it about is. there are people who you just like think about like fighting wise. There are people who you just should not ever even look in the eye or fuck with. He is that of music. Yeah, and it was you talk about incredible talented to be able to sing. I chase. Put me on the spot, which I respect because it, he got me to sing in front of this guy. This dude was like, everyone was like, oh, Blakeson can sing. I'd sing real quick. And um, we were practicing lines and figuring out, you know, if acting is something that any of us would be interested in. And um, this dude, Darnell, hopped on the piano and starts playing a couple different he songs. He said, what do you want me to play? I'll play it for you. Just literally, yeah. he's one of those dudes who just knows that he's been yep. involved in doing it so long. He just start playing whatever you ask him to. So I get around the same piano, man, because that's the only, I, when you're on the spot, you can't. I mean, like, think of a famous female actress. You can't. Sandra Bullock. You just can't. Sandra Bullock. You can't. Hillary Duff. Hillary Swank. You get what I'm saying. It's hard. Whenever you're on the spot, it's hard to think of the things that you're trying to think of. Yep. And I 100%. couldn't think of songs that, which is why I have a playlist of songs I like to sing. But anyway, um, I ended up, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, Billy Joel's literally my favorite artist. So let's do this. And he just started playing it. It sounded so beautiful. I'm sitting there, and you guys can't see. But I was shaking literally like the, like a full-on trembling, yep. trembling while I was singing. And the singing was like half as good as I know I can do because I was so nervous. And Well, don't say nervous. I was a little nervy guy. And I just, it was, it, yeah. but 
but it still said. sounded very good. If you guys don't follow Let's Get Moving on uh, Instagram, go check out Instagram because Let's Get a, Moving Boys. Let's Get Moving Boys. There was a a post of Blakeston singing in that exact room, the exact story we're talking about, and he sounded really good. And to be able to sing, and Darnell was smiling, and he's just yeah. being around people that are talented. It is a vibe. The dude yeah. just got on the piano and started playing it, and Blakeston just started singing. And it's like if you've ever seen. Um, there's a it's kind of famous there's an interview john mayer did well he just kind of sh- he described he just shuts off his brain and just lets his mouth just go and his hands just go and he just starts coming up with this shit and it's just being around talent which obviously yeah. no offense but i'm not saying you're john mayer but i'm saying people who exhibit talent and just in the raw form and it's just like that shit is incredible and as somebody who is not not even joking not talented and in, in musically at all really appreciate that yeah, and you bring up John Mayer. He is one of my favorite artists of all time. I just don't listen to him super often, but I'll go on kicks where I listen to John Mayer for a couple of weeks, and it is just so soothing. That dude is a talented man. Yep, it's he's very yeah. He was in, I think it, I think it was Bad Grandpa. With um, who is the Bad Grandpa's with Johnny Knoxville? No, there's another one with um, Zach Efron, I thought, mm. where it's an actual movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it called Bad Grandpa? I'm thinking of Dirty Grandpa. Yep. That's the that's the Johnny Knoxville one. Bad Grandpa is... I, th- I think with... it is Bad Grandpa. I think they're both called that. But I, I could be wrong. You're thinking of the one with Zach Efron and... What's his name? It's on the tip of my... Billy Bob Thornton. No. Billy Joe Thornton. No. Billy Bob Thornton is in Bad Santa. Bad Santa. Okay. Bad Grandpa is the... Um, the older dude that I can't think of anything that he's in. He's one of the most talented. Yeah, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Thank you. Yep. This is why Desi. Desi, I will. I will fuck your ass, Desi. It. Anyway, um, I think it's that movie, but I could be wrong. I think Zac Efron's on stage with, um, John Mayer. John Mayer and John Mayer turns and goes, "Do you want to see a thousand uh chicks panties get wet all at once?" And he just starts singing, and I got wet. Yeah, my chick pants got wet. Me, I was wearing a thong. I'm a thong. <laughs> As you can tell, it's definitely getting a little hotter in here. I'm sweating. I'm uh, sweating temperature bitch. check, Blakeston. What are we sitting at? We are currently at 135 degrees, and we are at what's our time? We're at 100 minutes. <laughs> are we? Really I'm bad with minutes? numbers. We're uh, at one hour. 60 minutes. And we we're gonna do another 13 minutes and call this a Gucci gang, you know? What can we? Hey, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sequester some help from these ladies. Rachel, wait, come here. Oh, she thick. Oh, she thick with it. Come here real quick. What are some topics that we can talk about for the last 13 minutes? Some funny topics. Funny, interesting, it, meaningful, thoughtful, insightful, hilarious. Whatever you can think of. This is for you too. Bring that ass here, sweetheart. It, I'm I'm flirting with uh. Okay. Oh, that's okay. We do spend a lot of time talking about each other, though. Yeah. Yeah. I had a twitch in my left tricep for this entire time, so. Is it this one? Yeah. I'm massaging his tricep. A little bit higher towards my armpit. What? Okay, I've got. Say it again. Ooh, I like so Desi asked what do we want most for Christmas you guys I am on this thing and I have discovered this is the absolute best way to do Christmas and live life I hate gifts I hate the str- I love giving gifts so if I'm out and about and I see something and I'm like yeah that's easy because I don't have to think about it I hate stressing about what to get people 
So I err on the side of. Well, you not- guys might as well pull up a chair and finish the episode with us, huh? Okay. All right. Love you. Love you guys. Um, I hate the stress. I hate worrying about giving good gifts. So. I should be better about it, like just being mindful of it throughout the year. That way, when Christmas comes, it's done and it hasn't been stressful. But I get into like when I start thinking about like literally having a list for the people who I want to give a gift to and then stressing about what to get for them. I hate that. I hate the stress. And I'm like, this defeats the entire purpose of Christmas time. So I have I just don't give gifts and I don't want gifts and it's good. But if I see something, of course, I'll get it for somebody. I much prefer like the other day, uh, Blakeson and I took my sisters out to dinner I much prefer spending time like that. That shit is invaluable. And taking Rachel and uh, Sarah out to dinner is invaluable. That those moments of just pure holiday cheer and 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 spending good quality time with one another, intentional time with one another. I agree. I I feel almost the opposite about gifts. I I thoroughly enjoy giving gifts just because I like knowing that the thought I put in into something. It similar to what Chase is saying. I just, I enjoy that feeling of trying to figure out what to get someone and then coming up with something good or thinking or figuring out something that they will use or, or appreciate. And I, I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Chase, he does give good a, gifts whenever he, whenever he gives gifts. It's Cause you're such a generous lover. Mm, thanks. He got me a PlayStation five. That, Mother bitch. That just came to me. That was like, oh yeah, what am I doing? And then I, inst- yeah, that just came to me. And it's Genius. one of those things where I didn't stress about it whatsoever. Which so, is perfect. There was a couple of weeks ago, you guys, over my birthday actually. So it was almost a month. It was a month ago. Today's the 22nd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a month ago. No, today's the 23rd. Yes, today's the 24th. Today's the 23rd. Today's Friday. Okay. Today's the 23rd. So it's over, over a month ago. I was sick, you guys. Sick as a dog. I was bedridden for three days and I could not do anything. And this boy, Blakeston, was... Uh, bringing me tea, bringing me some Advil, uh, uh, watching my daughter and my nephew when they came over, bringing me some food, and take just taking care of me. And I was so appreciative of that. And then he went out of town to visit his cousin in in San Francisco. And when he was gone, I said, "I'm gonna, this motherfucker's got it coming. Payback's a bitch, Blakeston." And I told him, "You got shit coming your way, and karma's a bitch. And I got something for your bitch ass." And I was cussing it's him true. out of storm. It's true, he Facetimed me to cuss me out, and I got him a PlayStation. Play S5. Because this man's been gaming on the PS4, and um, I just thought it would be a really good gift. And, it was. And we haven't had a chance to game since. <laughs> We've been busy. We've got like five minutes. And I, I do want to touch on one other thing. If you're watching this podcast via YouTube, you might think, why are there three people in the sauna? It, this isn't a third person. I have a shirt on with one of my best friends, Peyton Ireland, on it, <clears throat> a picture of his face. And what's it say, Chase? It's too wet and too dark. I can't tell. My best friend is stronger than yours. So his girlfriend, Danielle, um, back when he very first started dating her, this was like three, pushing four years ago, I think. And uh, he used to be into powerlifting and he got me into it. We went to one of his meets. He competed in nationals. He was a freak of nature. Very fucking strong. I was going to say, you said he used to be into powerlifting. That kind of downplays the what yeah, it was. When I say into powerlifting, it's not like someone that just kind of was willy-nilly about it. He was ranked sixth or seventh in the nation for juniors. Uh, he was weighing like 182, uh, bench pressing 450. He ended up getting close to 500 on bench. Like, very strong. Anyway, we got these shirts made, and she got one made for me. Says my best friend's stronger than yours, and she got one my boyfriend's stronger than yours, and it's a picture of his fucking face. It's a <laughs> zoomed in picture, like a twelve by twelve, 
16 by 12 picture of his face. Which shouts out to Danielle for doing that. And that's uh, cool. And she picked a picture of um, of Peyton that was like a good picture of him. And then I sent her one. I was like, no, let's let's do this one where it just is this weird close up of his face and looks goofy. And and she did that, and I appreciate that. It was it's very funny. that is a very cool gift. And I kept the shirt. So there isn't three. If you think, oh, that guy's being very quiet. It's a picture on my shirt. It's not a person. It's not a real person. Yeah, it's not someone sitting in my torso. <laughs> anyway. This is good. The sauna has been good. We've been sweating it out. It's 135. We've been in here over an hour. Shouts to Desi for, for making time to make this happen. Shouts to my man, Blakeston, for making time to make this happen. Shouts to every single person listening to this. Um, and for those of you who are here present with us, thank you for... Uh, the, your feedback in the comments. Thank you for listening to this premium unadulterated foolishness and being part of this little journey that has become a sauna podcast. And um, I want what I wanted to finish this episode with and Chase can tell me if he doesn't want to do this, but I don't care if he does or doesn't. We're going to do it. We're doing it. I want to whoever's watching this. If you see a clip of this on Instagram, if you see this on YouTube, if you whatever you do to watch this on Spotify, whatever, leave a comment send me a message send chase a message send uh well, well thought out a message, message um or leave a comment of the three things you want us to talk about on our next episode guide our next episode i want to talk about things that we might not ever think to talk about i want you to give a serious thing like a, a whether it's a touchy subject whether it's just a, a controversial crazy, subject it can be controversial it doesn't need to be it can be just a, a like a serious thing that we can look up and kind of talk about um, something funny that you think you would enjoy listening to us talk about and um, a personal like question about us and who we are or, or you know things of that nature so hit me up hit chase up hit well thought up out up and um, leave comments let us know what you want us to talk about and we'll we do will, it we'll, do we'll it. fucking do it that sounds fun I kind of want to do that you think you think we won't do it for any reason you got another thing coming because we'll do it you literally have a different thing coming than what you thought might be coming and it's not me, you know? And it's not me either. It's both of us. At the same time. Love you guys. Love you. Peace. Si we got five more minutes, should oh, we? Oh, we got five minutes. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, we're back. Epis All right. Episode five seven. Five minutes of talking about something uh, ridiculous. All right. <laughs> Convertibles are girls' cars. I had a convertible when I was in college, and I look back now, and it was kind of Was cool. it your Miata? Yep. Yeah. Which it, so I don't know if you know what a Mazda Miata is. It is a, um, you know what um, Hot Wheels are. It is that you can grab the top of. It's so small you can grab the top of the actual car that I drove and, and play with it and make noises. It was a soft top convertible. It's almost like a go kart. It's like a big it ass is. go kart. It fucking is. It was a uh, like a five speed, and it's so it felt so fast because it was so small and um rear wheel drive i was drifting that mug around um very very fun to drive we would have so much fun driving it now when i, I think mazda miata you know what i think of what i it might not even be the vehicle from but have you seen super troopers yes and he hops I... he hops in at the very beginning and he goes flying by he's like you boys like mexico and then he just does donuts instead it had a body kit on it and which um Need you know speed. it was a cheap little body kit but uh it looked like a off-brand Batmobile yeah. with that said it looked cool was it black yes yeah it looked very cool and then of course um I was at a stoplight and I rear-ended someone I what you pretty much what you told me the other day how you rear-ended someone we were 
add on, on a bridge to turn on to um, I-35. We're on 152, about to turn on I-35. Right? That yeah, makes sense. Go, in Liberty. North. Yeah, yeah. So I was about to turn left onto this um, on-ramp, and the person in front of me started to go. The opposite traffic over my left shoulder on the on I-35, what I was about to turn on to, was there was a wreck that literally just happened. So sh they start to go. I glance in my memory, because I was 19 or 18. In my memory, it feels like an instant, but it, I don't know how long I was looking away. I look over, and I look back, and she was stopped halfway turned in front of the oncoming where she should not have stopped but since i wasn't paying attention and i rear-ended her very it was a very slight tap but the body kit was shitty so it just fucked it up um it, it was my fault yeah which is so because like that's how it she goes. was not anywhere where she should have stopped like if if the light other light turned green it would have caused a whole issue if someone wasn't paying attention they would have fucked her up um and i just a slight second of looking away and looking back that's all it takes yeah, and um, that totaled the the front end, the integrity. I'm serious. It was a little so, love tap. Yep, totaled. It was. I mean, it was probably five to ten miles an hour. I don't even think it was more than five. But uh, it the radiator was fucked. Yeah. You know, it wasn't totaled like destroyed, but totaled that it, it the damage to it was obviously the totaled means the damage. The is, value. Yeah, more than the value. Um, it wasn't a super expensive car, but it was very fun, and I miss it. It yeah. was a convertible, fun to drive. It they are kind of girls' cars, just He's, looks wise. And I don't know if that's a sexist thing. I don't know what that means. It just looks like a girls' car, and I don't want a convertible. I can't think of a nice car that. Well, yeah, even the Bronco when the tops down, it, it makes me think of girls Barbie going car. on a summer vacation. Yeah, driving with, it on the beach with hopefully showing me their boobs. Yeah, sex is in my Jeep. Beep 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 beep. Katy Perry. Uh, it may stand in my stilettos. Uh oh. You guys, California Girls by Katy Perry. I cannot describe to you the level of infatuation when I first heard that song and how it made me feel. And it was literally my ringtone on my cell phone for over five years. California Girls was my ringtone on my cell phone for over five years. I like that. I was in love with the song. It was like such a vibe. How dare she make this song? And I used to do a screamo version that would make all my friends laugh. Steven and rest in peace joey r.i.p i am joey now new and improved 2.0 maybe sam blackshire 0.5 uh, yeah we have a friend that is three of me <laughs> in girth and throb and taste <laughs> you could tell we're getting hot we're running out of shit to talk about getting and i'm hot and bothered and my back is starting to hurt so on that note, you guys, leave a comment. Three things you want us to talk about. Throw us some suggestions. Thank you so much for listening. We do want these episodes to bring you guys value. Get through your day. Bring some laughs. Bring some cries. Bring some tears. Bring some joy. Bring some happiness. Bring some love. And uh, if you're listening to this, your support means the absolute world to us. And uh, feedback. Any feedback you guys have on um, what you've watched so far and, and what you obviously what you want to see in the future, but just things that you think we can improve on because we are as winging it as it gets that chase and i have not planned anything we've ever done in our lives um the only feedback i have for us immediately is to i want us to get nice ice baths i want us to invest in some nice ones that are easier to deal with expense yeah he's rich you it's guys. worth it all right all love right, you we'll all we'll talk we'll talk to you soon merry christmas regular happy new year's regular have a good christmas hey uh bye Listen, once again, you guys, this has been Strictly an Opinion. This is an op-ed. Yeah. You understand? 
And we're well fucking thought out. And we don't know anything more than you do, but what we do know is that we can share our goddamn opinions. We're grown-ass men, and we're doing all we can to express our opinions. F yeah. None of this is a prescription. All of this is anecdotal. All of this is what has worked for us and us trying to sort through this mess that we call life. And when I said F yeah just now, that's short for fuck yeah. Love you. Bye. See ya.